Welcome back to the Cheeky Crypto Podcast with your hosts, Joey and Mike. Many thanks for listening in, liking, and subscribing. If you haven't done so, do us a favor and smash that like and subscribe button and turn on all notifications. We really do appreciate it. If you haven't joined the Discord or Patreon, the link is in the description down below. A fantastic community talking crypto 24-7. I guarantee you won't be disappointed. And most importantly, it is absolutely free to join. Now let's get into some crypto talk. Joey boy, how you doing today, brother? Yeah, good evening, Mikey. I'm doing I'm doing really good, mate. Um, it's been a good day at work and yeah, f- fully enjoyed uh, following the market. I've had plenty of time. Again, plenty of action on the uh, traders here. And, you know, I've been really um, enjoying uh, chatting to everyone today. Yeah, the uh, market itself had a little move up today. Pretty interesting. I still think we got to move down first before we do a, you know, a big move up. But hey, look, it's good to see Bitcoin getting close to that 22K. The higher it goes, the lower it's going to go, right? We know that. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm expecting too. I'm al- I'm aligned with that. Yeah, I um, you know the uh, I think some of the stuff um this week's the Fed. I think Jerome Powell's supposed to speak on Friday, uh, out at in Utah, and I think maybe that'll have a little bit to do. Market today is up just a little bit, nothing too too big, especially from the dump from Monday where the Dow shot down, you know, 650 points. So we'll see. Everything to me looks pretty bearish, though. I don't know about you, but I'm feeling like. Stocks just aren't recovering like they used to. <laughs> yeah, that's at the the Jackson Hole Symposium, right? So it's yeah. obviously that you know the Fed's going to give you know some some advice. They're not going to give too much ideas into the future because obviously they don't want to move the markets too much. They've got to stay you know be seen as unbiased. But you know there still could be some volatility around just the fact that you know they're going to be talking about the markets. I uh, have to apologize to the to the viewers. So uh, Jackson Hole is not in Utah. It's actually in Wyoming. Uh, so I've yeah. been saying Utah for the last two days. Uh, Jackson Hole. Hey, Joey, if you've never been to Jackson Hole, if you ever come to the States, you got to go to Jackson Hole. When I was a kid, I actually went and uh, we hiked Jackson Hole uh, in the Grand Teton Mountains, dude. Uh, and I got altitude sickness so bad that for the first three days I was there, I didn't leave the tent. I mean, it's it's absolutely gorgeous there. But yeah, just that was my quick story about Jackson Hole. Well, well, Fun there you town. go, Mike. There you go, Mike. Thanks for the education because I didn't even actually search what Jackson Hole is. So I I presumed it was named after a person. I didn't even know it was a place. Yeah, <laughs> it's like a it's like a hiking, skiing town that's uh uh man, it's beautiful though. It's been there for a really long time. Some of the coolest bars they had there. Uh, you know, obviously I was there, I think, when I was like, I don't know, 13, 14. So obviously I didn't get to drink, but you know, hey, if we went back there, it's 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 a well visited, it's yeah, a lot of people go there. It's it's pretty cool. Wyoming seems like it's kind of boring, but Jackson Hole is where it's at. So uh, anyways, all right, back to crypto. Let's talk about crypto. I think today, Joey, we can see your background. I think we're going to start talking about Phantom today. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm excited to learn more about Phantom. I'll be honest with you guys. I don't know a ton about it. Uh, Joey's prepared great information for us today. So we're going to kind of touch base on what Phantom is, uh, why uh, we think that Phantom has potential to do some pretty good numbers uh, in this coming up bull run. But um, Joey, let's chat real quick about Phantom current price. Current price, we're at 31 cents. Uh, All-time high on Phantom is roughly, I think, three and a half. Let me go double check. Yeah, $3.48. So right now, we're down about 91% from the all-time high. Joey, what what did Nick put out for predictions as far as the low for uh, for Phantom? Do you remember? Yeah, well, we're still, um, you know, tracking down. Uh, we st- we still think on this channel that you know most altcoins uh, across the board are expecting um, to go to um, lower lower prices. Now, I think there's you know great potential. Uh, Nick's 
put a potential target of you know phantom in that 12 uh, to 16 cent region that might shock a few people listening in you know especially people who you know think the bottom's in and of course you know there's no, absolutely um no guarantees that's just kind of what we expect on this channel and you know i don't, I don't think um i don't think phantom's going to be uh, any different i think it could be great prices coming up yeah i mean look i'm looking at some of the information on coin market cap i mean let's see all-time low was pretty low and ever since then it's up about fifteen thousand percent. so yeah when an absolute rip to yeah yeah, it went, I remember during the last bull run, I think back in, what was it, November 20, was it November 2021, October 2021, Phantom was just ripping through, man. It was, it was being talked about everywhere. Uh, I think their DeFi was almost number, like close to approaching, getting close to Ethereum's. Uh, is that right? I want to yeah. say it was, there. everybody was talking about the TVL that was locked on Phantom being huge. Yeah, it, it's it's fallen some obviously in the in the bear market, but you know the the TVL currently on Phantom is still really good. It's uh, you know five hundred and seventy nine million dollars at the moment, so it's still fairly significant. People are still definitely using um, DeFi on Phantom currently, and uh, yeah, we'll come to talk about that when we we talk about the project. Yeah, so let's 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 dive into Phantom. Let's uh, I mean, let's uh, read a little bit hear about phantom kind of what it is phantom uh uses a dag uh which joey i'm not familiar with the dag but it looks like dag is not technically a blockchain but phantom still refer to the network as a blockchain dag is a data modeling and structuring technology whose networks comprise vertices and edges unlike blockchain which are made up of blocks as a result crypto transactions are represented by vertices and are stacked on top of one another um, now, I've never heard of a, a, a DAG before, so I'm not sure if you're a little bit more familiar with what that is. Yeah, it stands for um, Directed Acyclic Graph, and it, it's just it's just a different way that the, the transactions are uh, created, and it's kind of more um, based on um, like a, a gossip is the way it's described as is there's lots of uh, you know different computers um talking to each other uh, to to basically verify transactions com, com different to the different to the blocks that need to you know link in and, and follow each other and that's kind of a very layman's term of uh, describing it but there's actually quite a few um cryptocurrencies uh, out there that are actual dags one of them is actually just called dag itself um so but yeah there are I have quite heard a few of that. different i have so, heard of that <laughs> yeah there's there's a few dags out there obviously you got no it's it's different um technology of it's not the same as hashgraph like hedera that's um different again which is similar to similar to dag but but it's not dag it's, it's hashgraph is different but yeah i i'm i've got no problem with with dags i think again it's a, it's a different type of technology you know those who say you know when i've said to people before i'm invested in hedera i'm invested in different layer one blockchains etc i like having a diverse portfolio and i like having these these different techs because i don't know which one is going to be the number one in the future or all of these can work alongside each other i just don't know that and that's that's why i'm i'm certainly um interested in phantom now the blockchain uh system that they refer it to uh, has a, a dag's uh, design essentially resembles a graph and it was uh, created by uh dr An byung ik of uh, south korea now he founded the phantom foundation in 2018 and the smart contract project has since grown to become one of the most popular blockchains uh, for DeFi transactions. As you've said about DAGs, DAGs have transactions confirmed as fast as possible instead of having to wait for past transactions to be confirmed. So that that's what kind of makes them. That's one thing that makes them you know, significantly different. 
Now, Phantom itself uses a consensus mechanism that is a special proof of stake model called Lachesis. Now, the network itself doesn't actually have a ton of validators. So whereas you've, you've got uh, something like XRP, which, um, you know, quite centralized and um, selects uh, what who who are those validators and then you've got cardano which is very decentralized many many uh, val many many validators there's absolute ton of pools there phantom for me kind of sits in the middle of the two it's claiming to be um, decentralized but to be a validator you need to have um, currently 500,000 Phantom yourself staked. Now that is quite a lot. That's actually come down. It was um, 1 million at one stage, and then it was even more before that. Obviously, as the price increased, um, they decided to lower the number. But as I said, currently there's 75 um, validators that hold 500,000 or more Phantom. And... I said one criticism of that to me, it doesn't shout out decentralization because clearly you have to be so you have to be so wealthy um to to be a validator. I mean, like I said, we just said what the current price is. What do we say the current price was again, Mike? 30, 30 cents. Yeah, about 30, 30 cents. Yeah, 30 cents. You times that by five hundred thousand, do the maths. It's 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 a lot of money. Yeah, hold on. I'm currently trying to do the uh, math on that really quick. Uh, that would be $150,000. Yeah. So you need a hundred and you need $150,000 just, just in phantom, you know, not invested in anything else just to be a, just to be a validator. It's quite, it's quite a lot of money. So that, that to me is, not I like though, Joey, I, I don't mean to cut you off, but I like cool. the fact that you do honestly, but you do have the ability to become a validator. I feel like with like a XRP, it, it's not really like a thing that says, hey, look, you can be a validator if you do this, right? So you, you know. Well, it's, even, it's not even that with, with XRP. It's if they, they, they select them, essentially. Exactly. So if I, if I put in 100, look, when it goes down to 12 cent, say I, at that point, you know, I put in, what, 75K, basically, I could become a validator on Phantom. So, so it does have the ability to become a little bit more decentralized than, say, an XRP uh, or a Cardano type type deal. So yeah, yeah. I mean, still 150 grand right now is it, it's that's a why touch I said over it, my budget. That's why for me, I said you know it's sat it's sat in the sat in the middle. Obviously, there's 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 other projects very decentralized where validators clearly don't have to have as much money as that. But we'll we'll move on from that. Like I said, there's currently 75. I'm sure as the price comes down, there will be more. Now, Phantom's mainnet itself is called Opera. Now, the Opera mainnet is um, Ethereum virtual machine compatible. And it supports uh, fully a smart contracts uh, functionality via Solidity. Now, every application gets its own personalized blockchain with specific tokens, governance rules, and tokenomics. And thanks to Phantom's high level of scalability, because when when you read about any everything that the uh, the Phantom Foundation is constantly coming out about, it's all about scalability. We know a lot of these new you know Ethereum killer uh, blockchains, as they're referred to. Again, your Cardano's, your your Avalanches, etc. Phantom's right up there in that Ethereum killer list because of what they're aiming to do with scalability. Now, the infinite number of um, decentralized systems that make up uh, Phantom's phantom itself interact with one another and whilst also independently uh, working in their own zones so it's like all the dApps are kind of uh, they're being decentralized on the edge but they're all working their own zones at the same time yeah yeah no for for sure now uh going further into it last reported uh tps was around ten thousand, which is fast 
amongst competitors, but that what's more important is the finality of the transactions. Finality is the term for when a block is usually confirmed. For example, on BTC, it could take up to one hour. Phantom, it takes one to two seconds. I feel like, Joey, I feel like there's a lot of projects that are trying to really master that one to two second or faster. Am I right on that? Am I pretty accurate on that? Yeah, there's, there's, look, there's competitors around Phantom that, that, that have got the same TPS or a little bit faster or you know a, a micro bit cheaper. But what's important to get across is Phantom is absolutely uh, right up there and it's with, with its generation. And again, the constant foundation is constantly talking about uh, scalability. Phantom, the way it's built, is just perfectly designed for scalability. And I really think that it could um, overtake some of its competitors in the future. And like I said, yeah. it has, it does have those very, those very low transactions and the current cost is less than a penny. Yeah. Something else that Phantom has to make it stand out from competitors though, is that it, it really has awesome branding right across the majority of the ecosystem with their D apps, like the spooky swap, which I've heard of spooky swap decks, Terra, a DeFi lending and borrowing protocol and scream finance, which is like the Phantom version of Ave. We yeah, haven't so, really talked a lot about Ave though, but that that's one I do want to cover one day. To be honest with you, yeah, absolutely. We'll we'll definitely um dive into Ave, but I, with this Phantom branding, I think it's it's really what makes Phantom unique and uh, you know a bit fun. And you know, it it could say possibly does does Phantom uh, appeal to the the younger crowd? Uh, it, I think I think it's definitely possibly it's got that kind of like that Halloween spooky yeah, yeah, scary. Yeah. But I I think do you know what I think fair play to Phantom on this. I think it's absolutely great. I think well, it's it, good it, marketing. Yeah, sets exactly. them apart, right? Because you remember Spooky Swap. It's almost like Phantom is like this first this first chain, this first network that I've seen personally. That it's almost like they have this entire marketing uh, team that basically goes out to the ecosystem and says, okay, you want to build, you want to build dApps on Phantom, you want to do this and this. And it's always like, yeah, but you've got to kind of like fit in with our, um, or what's, what's the word I'm looking for? <laughs> the kind of like the theme, they're trying to like, you've got to fit in with our theme. So your scream finance and your spooky spot. It's always like, this is like that, the Halloween scary, the hor the horror blockchain. But I, I, I kind of love that about Phantom. I think it's cool. Well, I think it would resonate with people. I think it helps to remember things like that, right? Like spooky swap. I don't know a ton about it, but I've definitely heard about it, right? Um, now, Joey, let me ask you, what is Phantom actually used for? So the, the network itself it was pr primarily primary token is, is, is FTM, um, ticker is FTM. And that's utilized for uh, payments, uh, governance, staking, and fees, and for just essentially safeguarding uh, the network. So on, on payments, just going into a little bit more detail, uh, the Phantom Network's uh, speedy finality, as we've mentioned, makes those payments really fast. Moreover, high throughput and, and low costs. Like I said it's, it's a penny or less. It can be go down to actual absolute um, fraction um, depending on the actual transaction itself. Self. So Phantom, you know, potentially a great token uh, for exchanging uh, money. You've also got the governance for on-chain governance. Phantom is required where stakeholders can propose and vote on modifications and improvements through such governance. And because Phantom is, is fully permissionless and leaderless, you've decentralized ecosystem, the on-chain governance itself in charge is essentially making all those network decisions. So the government's governance token of Phantom, it, you need it to, to pop participate in the voting process i know this is very similar um to 
a lot of other projects out there, but I think Phantom, um, Phantom itself, uh, from via the foundation, have, have got a great setup how they do this. So yeah, so uh, I first heard of Phantom, you know, like we said earlier, from staking and DeFi and things like that. So staking FTM can be used to stake to secure the Phantom network and receive FTM tokens as a reward without requiring any special hardware or software. You could do it from your phone or computer. It's very simple. So I wonder if that's why the staking element, uh, I mean, you're receiving phantom tokens back as a reward just for staking it, right? I wonder if that's why their TVL has been, I mean, at one point, I don't remember how large their, their DeFi system got, but I know the total, the TVL for phantom at one point was extremely high. Now, do you have the site pulled up, Joey, yeah, to, yeah, to see where we're the... at right now? Um, so the, the, the total value locked on phantom believe it, back in March was 8 billion. Whoa. What's it yeah. at now though? Uh, 579 million. <laughs> so th that's so from 8 billion. Uh, yeah. It just shows you what, what damage uh, a bear market can do. Right. But you've got to appreciate that I, people listening in are going to be maybe quite shocked by that and not not realize that this is this is what's been um, happening to total value lot. But this is all money that's come out of the whole total market cap of crypto. You've got to remember that, ladies and gentlemen. So we know we're deep in the bear market. Would I be you know terrified to invest in Phantom just because I've got look looking at it and I'm going, oh, it was eight billion and now it's five hundred seventy nine million? No, because it's it's all linked into. Look, look at the, the all-time high price down to now. All these things matter, okay? We're deep in the bear market. You can't expect a significant TVL right now. You've got to, you know, if you're investing in projects that you think are solid, are going to survive this bear market, you know that when you're investing, this TVL is going to come back. That's what you're investing for. Well, yeah, and to be fair to Phantom and to be fair to the project itself, they, they did lose their main DeFi guy, right? He, he ended up leaving on good terms, um, but he went back and he's kind of just doing his own thing. And that, I think I remember there being some news about him leaving. And then that kind of caused the uh, uproar in the DeFi system to kind of just start tanking, which to me just doesn't make a lot of sense because just because he left doesn't mean that Phantom's changing. You know, I know he was a big name in the project, but, you know, for Phantom, honestly, for Phantom to survive what happened during that time speaks a lot about the project. It speaks a lot about the team really just like, basically batting down the hatch, putting on their headphones and like just rocking and rolling, continue to move forward with Phantom, right? Yeah, you're referring to um, Andre Cronier and, you know, he was, you know, a very, very um, highly rated um, developer, like you said, in DeFi itself. He was the uh, founder of Yearn Finance and he was, you know, leading um, tech developer on Phantom. He left the project, but we, we know, Mike, we see this with all these projects. These things are going to happen all the time. They end up being, you know, sell, they, they tank the prices, the, the damaging news at the time. But projects move on. We see, we see big names moving off Algorand. We see names moving off Cardano. The, these things happen all the time. So, yep, names I, I'm, moving I'm, off Harmony recently. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not concerned for, for Phantom just in, in this one regard. It's not, it's not a one man show. Right. So, uh, going back to kind of, discussing what FTM, uh, FTM is used for. So FTM is used to pay for network fees, such as fees for deploying phantom smart contracts or creating new networks or even transaction fees. 
The fee ensures that the network is not an easy target for spam. That's cool. And a malicious user cannot cause speed issues or clog the ledger with meaningless data. Now that's pretty neat. I like that. I like that side of it. Yeah. Oh, the, the, go ahead. Right. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was gonna say, obviously, the the fee the fees are really low, and they're sufficient to to keep those those attackers away uh, by making entry into the system, you know, very very costly for them to to get in by by a bad actor. So I think that's really important that you know Phantom does does cover uh, network security. I've ne uh, since uh, Phantom's up and running. I've not. I don't really remember off the top of my head. Anyway, you know, hearing about any major um, hacks on on Phantom. Now, with the, the use of a, a proof-of-stake system, the Phantom token aims to secure the network where stakers need to lock their tokens and validators need to hold, as I've said, a minimum of 500,000 Phantom. Now, the, the fees and epoch rewards are given to those stakers and validators for the services. So that's all, that's all, that's all routine stuff. Again, I'm not, I'll be honest, I'm not a huge fan of that. But I do appreciate the pros of it. I do appreciate that how that does add to the network security. I just would like to see that number a little bit lower. I would like to see a few more validators personally, but that's just my opinion. Well, maybe yeah. some people love that. So so I did remember, so this did, you know, when you said you don't think anything had been happened to Phantom before, there was one incident I remember hearing about. So the Phantom DeFi project Grim Finance was exploited for 30 million, but this was back in uh, December of 2021. Uh, and and just the article basically says the hit was one of the largest on the Phantom blockchain, um, and and nothing's really I haven't heard of anything since then. So you know, thirty million worth of Phantom tokens were stolen from its protocol after an exploit. Uh, but that's the only one that I've heard of personally. Um, but yeah, I mean, so for going back to what you were discussing, you know, we've we've talked so much about projects getting hacked, and you know, Solana, for instance, being down all the time. You know, you don't hear that about Phantom. You don't hear any of that you know, negativity on the project itself. So, um, but yeah, uh, you know, it sounds like a, it sounds like a great thing. I, I've, I still think of phantom as, as a DeFi play. And I know that their ecosystem is very vast and it covers a broad range. You and I were talking about this before we got started on the podcast, just cause I said the same thing to you. Just like, I always look at phantom as a DeFi play, but if you go to phantom foundation dot, uh, what was it, Joey found phantom. I think Phantom. it's just phantom.foundation, I believe. Yeah, yeah. No, you're right. Phantom.foundation. You can go in and kind of look at, you know, the technology, the tools, uh, what their ecosystem is. Their, their ecosystem is vast and covers a large, you know, um, uh, a vast majority of different types of projects uh, on top of Phantom itself. So it's a really cool. I mean, it's cool. I, I, I definitely got to look into it. I don't know if I'll get it. I don't, you know, to be fair, I don't know if I'm going to get invested in it, but you never know. Never know. Yeah, I, I, I'm again. I'm actually, I'm personally um, considering uh, Phantom, but again, it's, it's just on my list of projects at the minute. I'm just going to see how, how bad uh, this, this, um, this bear market gets. You know, we've been keeping it real on this channel. I have been mentioning in previous days that I am increasing um, my personal belief that there is a, still a chance of that multi-year bear market, and if that comes in, it's going to be damaging to a lot of these projects. But I think Phantom's going to be okay. I think Phantom's got the funding. Uh, there's a lot of building in the background. It clearly, you know, great team. The tech, the tech looks solid. You can just see that. Um, I'm looking at the ecosystem now. Absolute ton of dexes. They've got. Again, we we know it's not the most uh, deep. Um, apologies, not the most diverse ecosystem. It's very um, heavily integrated with DeFi, but there is you no know, other things building. There's there's quite a few wallets, but we've got 
GameFi is is building on Phantom as well. There's a there's a few games to uh, look out. I believe one's called um, Tank Wars Zone, Stumble Upon Rumble, which is I believe some kind of uh, boxing boxing game. So it's going to be interesting to see you know what what Phantom what Phantom brings in the future. But I I think this ecosystem has got plenty of room to build, and you know it's got great great scalability potential. Yeah, when I'm looking looking down at uh, how their staking system kind of works, and I guess I don't remember when this article came out, but basically for every 10 Phantom you stake for 365 days, you earn one Phantom. That's, I mean, that's pretty big. Every 15,000 Phantom for 365, for 365 days, you earn 2,100 Phantom. So I wonder if that, you know, those, those returns are, those returns are pretty good. I, and that's probably why their DeFi at one point, their staking was so big. Right, like it was just huge. Yeah, absolutely. As well, especially when the you know this is what I mean. Bull run, the Phantom absolutely ripped. It was one of the the best. You gotta be honest. It's it was right up there with the the top the top top performers. So they said the higher it goes, the harder it falls. Phantom has been hit hard, but when things go bullish again and Phantom comes through the other side, I think it could do you know amazingly. Also, wanted to just mention that. On Phantom as well, you can also use um, uh, FTM to mint uh, FUSD. Now that's not quite like a you know a normal stable coin. It's not it's not trading um, at at one dollar. Do your own research on um, uh, FUSD. It's quite a quite a volatile asset. But you can use um, FUSD to to trade synthetic assets or lend it uh, also to earn interest and uh, borrow against other synthetic tokens um, on the ecosystem. Now, Mike, let's. We've mentioned, we've mentioned where we actually think uh, Phantom's price is going in, in the sort of shorter to medium term. I say short term, we more think in medium term. If if Bitcoin is is tracking and and the wider market of these altcoins that we we believe on this channel are still missing um, that fifth that fifth wave down. So we said it could go, you know, twelve to sixteen cents. Said that might shock some people. I think I think it's definitely uh, possible and and looking and looking likely. What are we thinking long term, Mike? Uh, you know, when when things when things get bullish, we've got a previous all time high of three dollars forty. What 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 are, you, what are you thinking? I don't know. I always look at it like it's it's it landed in that same zone that like Cardano landed at, right? And same thing that like Algorand was kind of around. And you know, I guess looking at those projects, obviously they're all different projects, but uh, I, I think Phantom. You know, if the DeFi returns like that, everyone's hoping it will, and. I think right now we've gotten to a point where institutions are starting to understand DeFi a little bit better. And uh, knowing that Phantom did have at $1.8 billion locked up, which, yeah. to, by the way, that's still a crazy number, <laughs> um, $8 billion. But yeah, I mean, I think it could get to, I think $8 for sure. I think there's potential for it to maybe do more than that, 10 to 15 bucks, depending on how explosive the DeFi system for phantom look the reason i keep saying DeFi on phantom is because that's literally all that was talked about back in october of 21 and, and november was just how much was locked phantom was just moving up the ranks chasing down ethereum for total value locked and it's just it's just a it was a great great play and a great project and i think if staking returns people are going to go back to what they know best and that's going back to phantom yeah so I, I agree mike it could be huge so yeah i think it could you know, eight dollars for sure, ten to fifteen potentially. Yeah, I I, I think that the fifteen dollars is definitely possible. I'm 
I'm kind of aligned with your thoughts there. $10, I can see that um, in the next run. But again, will that be in any time in the near future? Absolutely not, in my opinion. But if you're a long-term long-term hodler, long-term investor, you're waiting to come through this bull market. Of course, nothing we say on this channel is uh, financial advice and should absolutely go do your own research. But I think Phantom, personal opinion is it's got a great chance of making that that ten to fifteen dollars. And I, I don't think I don't think fifteen dollars in bullish times when the FOMO comes back in, if you know DeFi gets that takeoff, and most importantly, when we're back at risk on. When, when that, you said, you nailed it there, Mike, when that institutional money comes back into blockchain, when we're fully back risk on, I think that's, that's when fa I think Phantom is going to take off. And I think it, it surprised, it surprised people, a lot of people in the last bull run. And I think it's definitely got a chance to surprise people in the next bull run too. Yeah. I think the, the amount of coverage that Phantom got did help their price movement a little bit. You know, there were some big YouTube channels that were covering Phantom. Um, now, whether I, I'm sure that will continue to happen, but yes, there was extreme FOMO in Phantom uh, in that last little run uh, where it was September, October, November of 2021, and it was just booming. Uh, and that, that's all you could see on Twitter was Phantom, Phantom, FTM, FTM. I mean, that's all anybody talked about. Um, and then obviously the the guy from Yearn Finance who used to be there ended up leaving, and then kind of he kind of stopped that little bull run. But you no, know, I'm not sure if if he'd have left. At that time, if it could have continued to pump uh, because of you know FOMO, and 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 you could see it if you go back and look at the price back in that 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 date range, and you could see the amount of FOMO that was coming into that project, it was crazy. So if we get back into a real bull cycle again, I mean, dude, it's going to be insane. It's going to be good for Phantom for sure. Yeah, and I think what Phantom's got behind it again. It makes Phantom really strong, along with the likes of Cardano, is Phantom's community. Phantom, yeah. Phantom's got a very, very strong community right up there in in the as far as crypto communities go. When when we're talking maxis and and sold on sold on their projects, so I'm kind of hoping, I'm really hoping that we've got some some new viewers, maybe some new subscribers today. That'd be fantastic from the Phantom community. If you remember the Phantom community, you've been invested in Phantom for a long time. Please uh, leave us a message, uh, leave us a comment rather below. And I'd love to hear from you. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, it's interesting that everything does kind of have that tribal mentality, right? Like they're, you're either a phantom person, you're a Cardano person, you're an Algorand person. It's like, you know, it's almost like if, if you got everybody at the park and you put like a, a stake down and said, all phantom people here, all Cardano, <laughs> like I feel like it literally would just spread out. And Joey would just be standing in the middle because he's a part of all of those. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, man, look, I'm excited for Phantom. I think, yeah, definitely uh, has has great potential. So I'm glad we uh, glad we brought it up today. And yeah, to any of the the, the Phantom tribe, uh, we'll call it that uh, joins us on here. Thank you so much for uh, you know view it viewing uh, the episode. And you know, Joey, you got any final thoughts? Uh, final thoughts is um, yeah, I'm just really delighted at how well the podcasts have been going, that the channel continues to pump. Again, like I said, been brilliant to have uh, new subscribers, and yeah, we love having you here. And yeah, uh, if anyone's trading in our um, trader tier again over the next few days, still expect uh, plenty of plenty of volatility. If you're interested in uh, trading with us at Cheeky Crypto, check out the uh, links in the description below. And uh, as I say, no stop loss, no trade. Stay safe. Yeah, look, I'm going to go ahead and say it. I think by Friday afternoon, we're going to finally see that last little fifth wave start playing out, and we're going to maybe be down at that bottom. I think Jerome Powell is going to come out and say something that 
is going to just scare the hell out of the stock market. Um, and then we're going to be going downtown and then probably back up and then down. And, you know, probably in two weeks, we'll still be back at 21,500. <laughs> so, but anyways, yeah, my final thoughts. Hey, thank you guys so much for uh, listening in. IK was supposed to be here today. His internet situation is still just like crazy. So we're not going to keep bringing that up. When IK is ready to come back, IK can come back, right? He's trying his best to come back. I know Joey and I both miss him. We love bantering back and forth with our buddy, but uh, you know, hey, it is what it is. And uh, apparently traffic in London is horrible. Uh, and so IK could not make it today, but we miss you, buddy, and uh, hope to uh, see you soon. Other than that, thanks so much for listening in, liking, and subscribing. And make sure if you haven't done that, smash them right now. Take care, everybody. Catch you in the next one.